So last night, Takapino couldn't go to the Ranger game. He's busy. So he gives uh, me the tickets. And he's got these unbelievable seats in the club. So drinks are free. All the food food is free. You get to sleep with a Ranger player's wife of your well, choice. That's exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. You choose the Ranger or the Ranger player's e- wife? Either way, Boston okay. players, everyone. Right. And uh, it's all covered. It's all right. covered. So I took my uh, my best friend Tommy Mango with me uh, last night, and we sat in Takapina's seats. That's the good news. The bad news is the Rangers suck. They suck. I mean, if the one they line played the best team in, They played the best team in hockey oh, last night, it. right? And then I know it was tough. What about the but... Canadians a couple nights ago? No, oh, that was a bad game. They, they have one line. Right. The, the kids are fine. I go, fine. But if, if, if Panarin and Zabinijad and Kreider just came back from injury, yeah. if they don't do it, I mean, Panarin had two breakaways. He couldn't score once. Right. Come on. Anyway. Well, you don't know what a team sucks like. <laughs> you, oh, I know you're an Islander fine. fan. I know. That I know. team is good. What happened with the Islanders, by the way? They were going to the Eastern Conference Finals there for a couple of years in a row, and then all of a sudden they, they collapsed. They have about five or six players that Not they even. closed their contracts on, which they shouldn't have. Right. They yeah. should just let them go. Right. right. Let alone letting Barry Trotz go, but that's not yeah. the issue. They have guys who are finished who can't score. Right. Six even of them. even that's listen, it. even the young. I mean, when Andrews Lee and Brock Nelson are your best players, you're not going to win a cup. I know they had a yeah. great year a couple of years ago, but but the Rangers have really good players. They do. Oh, the Rangers have re- very good. They're, they're players. fine. Calm down. We'll get uh, on a. We'll peak. We'll kidding? peak in oh, April. You want to make a trade? April, May. I'll trade no, you I don't. And then uh, you know, I hate this guy Schneider and, I, and, I, and this other guy with the long. I don't know. Anyway, here's a Tagapina. <laughs> Uh, Joe, thank you for the tickets, but our hockey team sucks. We suck. No, they don't. I mean, they're 14-4-2 in the last 20 games. Fine. 14-4-2. They ran into a buzzsaw. I don't understand why the Bruins are so good, but they're annihilating everybody. I mean, everybody. I know. What is, I mean, so I, outside, you know, you said, I'm, I'm watching the Bruins on the ice. Outside of Bergeron, nobody scares me. Why are they no, so good? No, Pasternak's one of the best snipers in hockey. I mean, yeah. Pasternak is great. Yeah. Bergeron, then Marchand is still good. And yeah. they have these two goalies who are, like, playing out of their heads. True. Um, yeah. So it's, 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 it's really what it's about. It's defense, and it's, it's great goaltending. And, look, the Rangers, in my opinion, have the all-world goaltender. Uh, Shesterkin's the best of the They gave up two bad goals last night, though, I'm just telling you. But, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's going to happen. Look, 44-2 in the last 20. <laughs> and they have five players. Listen to this. When you say they saw, I mean, you compare the Islander forwards, you're right. The Rangers have five players in the top 50 in the NHL. And that's a point. No other team has that. Five players who are rated. No, listen, I get it. Panarin and Zabinijad and Adam Fox is a great player. And, and uh, Kreider yeah. And Kreider. Sisterkin. Yeah. And, and yeah. Sisterkin, right. So we got the players, but I've, you know, I've gone to three games in the last two weeks. And I was there for that amazing third period comeback win when Panarin scored twice against Carolina. But they go through these offensive droughts. They're actually very tough to watch. I mean, they're boring. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird how they can't score. You know, on their power play, they have one of the best power plays on paper in hockey. Right, but it's it's it's, it's mind boggling. It really is. It's, yeah. it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah, they're in a good position. They'll be okay. And again, playoff hockey, which to me is the best spectator sport in the universe. Playoff hockey. You know, that's when the goalies really you know, are, are what makes or breaks you. And I, I'm I'm pretty comfortable with where they are right uh, now. Yeah, it's a different beast. Yeah. The reason why Joe Takapita knows all this is because not only he's the best defense attorney in the world, but he was a superstar at Skidmore University and to this day still owns the record for penalty minutes in one season in college hockey. He's a really good player. I remember you were like a little boy skidding at Abe Stark's place in, uh, in Coney Island. You were, exactly. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, four in the morning, yep. four or five in the morning, Cosmo Joe took me down there. I remember, uh, yeah. Yep. Straight from Bedford the Avenue, there, there he was. 
Yep. yep. Absolutely. Now give Absolutely. us uh, the, the biggest story legally of the day is a cover of today's New York Post, Takapina. Alec charged with involuntary manslaughter. Had he done his job, she would be alive. This is Baldwin to blame. So months and months and months later, after initially even, even denying he shot the gun, now it looks like uh, Alec Baldwin going to pay the price. How bad could this get for Alec Baldwin? If he's not acquitted within five minutes, he has a, a lawyer who uh, he doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, really, this case, honestly, he's being charged for his name. He is the last person who should be charged in this case. And I'm not a big Alec Baldwin fan. So it's not about that. It's simply about the fact, if you look at the facts, there never should have been a live round on that set. He's an actor, by the way. There was someone who was in charge of, of the you know, the bullets and the weapons in this case, she was charged, okay? But there never should have been a live round the set. More importantly, there never should have been a live round in one of the, the prop guns that were laid out. And the person who was in charge of that, that guy Halls, who was also charged, right before the, the, the rehearsal scene, he yelled, cold gun. Cold gun, in, and that, there's proof of that. There's no sign of fact of dispute. Cold gun indicates that the firearm does not have live rounds. So Baldwin did what he did in the rehearsal, picked up the gun, cocked the trigger. It doesn't matter if he pulled the trigger or pulled back the, 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 you know, the, the piece that, that initiates the trigger. He didn't know there was a live round in there, and there's no way he could prove it. And the prosecutors have said they have no idea how the live round got into that set. So how is a guy who's an actor, who's given a gun by, by the person who's in charge of the guns, calls out cold gun, and there's a person before that person who gives him the gun that's supposed to be checking all of the, the armory, all the, the weapons, the fake weapons, all the things like that. There's no scenario where they both didn't fail to the point where Baldwin got that gun with a bullet in it. So there's no way he was negligent. He didn't do anything any other actor wouldn't have done. And that's what you need here. There's two counts here. One is a joke count. One's a count just to make sure that the jury convicts on something. And then the second count, the, the involuntary manslaughter, is the real one. That's, that's troubling. So do you think this goes to trial? you think this pleads? Do you think this gets thrown out before it goes to – where do you think Andrew, this is? Andrew, I, there's, look, there's a judge who's going to determine whether or not there's enough here to make it to trial. Now, <laughs> look, we all know, Andrew, if a judge were intellectually honest and they really looked at the law and applied the law to the facts, I think in this case – at least the charge against Baldwin should be dropped. But we all know, in reality, judges are elected officials for the most part, unless they're federal. Right. And, and what's going to happen here is the judge is not going to say, right. I'm, I'm letting him out of the case, the superstar, because it'll look like, you know, uh, another case of, of the rich and wealthy, the right. famous getting uh, celebrity justice. Right, right. They're going to let him go forward. Alec Baldwin is not pleading guilty to this. I mean, his max exposure is, is I think, 18 months, but he's not pleading guilty to this. I, I hope he doesn't plead guilty to this based on the facts that we know. He sued Halls and that woman who was the, the person charged with the armory. I mean, he sued them already prior to there being any notion of criminal charges. I got to tell you, I'm shocked by this. I really am shocked by the fact that they were charged in this case. This was a horrific accident. Someone may be criminally liable, but that person's the one who brought the damn live round into a movie set. I don't know who, why someone would have done that, but someone did. And someone installed that into a gun. Joe Takapina joining us live this morning, the best defense attorney anywhere in the world. Uh, here's a story you and I both saw, Joe, in the New York Post a couple of days ago, which ain't good. It reads, justice reforms forcing prosecutors to toss out 69% of New York City criminal cases. Alarming new study Amazing. finds. Did speak uh, yesterday on the Cats at Night show. I've been singing in with John Katsimatidis to the Staten Island DA McMahon about this. Uh, this is a uh, very scary story, Joe. Very scary. 
It, it, look, I'm a defense lawyer. Uh, I, I, you know, I represent victims of crime also, but I'm a defense lawyer. So normally I wouldn't be alarmed by this, but I'm also a, a citizen and I have children and, you know, I care about the safety of our city. And this is this is alarming. I mean, you know, they, they, they say basically the problem is this, the, the, the situation is being blamed on this this clerical burden that's now imposed on prosecutors who have to sort of assemble and redact limited documents and videos within 20 days yeah. as, as part of discovery, the legal process called discovery. Now, discovery is important to defense lawyers, but there's no need to have it in 20 days. And that's the problem here. It's almost putting a burden on the, the prosecution's office that is unattainable. And, and what's happening is they're running out of time. And, you know, what's happening is cases are being dismissed based on speedy trial laws. And, and that's why all these criminals are being let out. That's why the city is becoming more dangerous. Uh, you know, cops are, are being run ragged. Prosecutors are quitting by the droves because they're overworked. They're making little to no money. I was a prosecutor and, and I went through all this. But, you know, this is this is re- reaching, you know, repulsively ignorant ignorant um, levels at this point. But we've heard the public outcry for this, and this is probably more of a political question than it is a legal question, Joe. But considering the political outcry we've been hearing, where does this end? When does this turn around? When do we actually start seeing some of these cases actually being tried? And as we said before, the majority of the people in New York, or 1,300 people, are committing the majority of crimes time in and time out, and they get let out and let out. What ultimately turns this thing around? What turns this big ship around? Yeah, that's that, that. The lady sitting up in Albany, who's a governor by mistake. I mean, yeah. really, her being governor is 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 the worst thing that's happened to this state <laughs> in God knows how long. And really, she was she was you know she was put there because of you know the hatchet job done by Leticia James Cuomo. Yeah, and then and then she gets in there and somehow she wins. I mean, she's as qualified to be governor as you know I am. I am. And and it's, it's just <laughs> you're more qualified. Ridiculous. You're far more qualified. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably, yeah. probably, yes. probably am. Because there's no common sense being applied. I mean. Everyone's pointing to her, the bail reform laws, all these different things that are happening are, are really putting um, a, a burden on the criminal justice system that it cannot withstand. It just can't withstand. And, and cops are, I, I, you know, I represent a lot of cops, as you know, I'm friends with a lot of them. I have family who are cops. They are just worn down. And they, you know, with the last thing you ever want to hear from a cop is, I just want to go in, punch the clock, look the other way if I see something, because I don't want to be accused of something. I know if I you know, risk my life to make an arrest, that person is going to be back on screen 24 hours. And it's, it's the morale of the police force is, is at an all-time low, and we're losing some darn good cops. So this has to stop, and it has to start with Albany. 60 seconds to go, Tack. I'm always fascinated by these husbands who think that killing their wives is going to cure the issue. A, they're going to get paid 2 or $3 million because of the life insurance. B, they can now have sex with their girlfriends and not worry about it. So they kill the wife, and then... They leave blood everywhere, DNA everywhere. <laughs> Don't even try to no, clean up. I mean, guy, I know, but but, but, but a lot of the but a lot of these stories are like that. Tack, they almost always get caught all the time. I think all the time, especially look. This is not like fifty years ago where you could commit a good murder and get away with it. <laughs> I mean, you know, you could commit a wholesome murder, and you know, you could you could dismember a body, and there's no DNA. Your cell phone's up in your ass pocket telling you everywhere you're going and you know they they don't dna and they can't recover every single piece now it's impossible it's not fair actually to the murderers at this point because (laughs) you can't get away with anything you just can't get away with anything that's orenthal james's new title of his new book right there what you just said oh boy (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's, 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 uh, this guy, this guy's the King Kong of the ball. He really is. Yeah, he was. Uh, this, uh, I forgot his name, but uh, everybody knows the story. It's a big one. Hey, as always, Joe Tacopino, you're awesome. You're amazing. Best defense attorney in the country. Friend of mine, by the way, folks, for 42 years. The great Joseph Tacopino. We'll do it again next week, buddy. Thank you so much. Have a great Absolutely, weekend. Absolutely, brother. All right, Thank man. Bye, Andrew. Thanks, Joe. There he is, Joe Tacopino.